Slightly Above Average Gamers, Way Above Average Podcast. Welcome to the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast with your hosts, J007TV and Sub1KD. Alright, thanks for joining in everybody. This is uh, episode 12 of the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast. I am Sub1KD, joined by the illustrious uh, J007TV. Um, today we are bringing you our uh, first thoughts on Modern Warfare Three. We also have um, some uh, some conversation about you know throwing it back to uh, to Blackout Four or uh, I'm sorry to Blackout in uh, Black Ops Four. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna touch on that for a little bit and then dive into uh, what we th- you know first impressions of words of uh, Modern Warfare Two. We you know only have a less than a day a day or so of, of uh time to play with it some of us took a flight to new zealand uh it was beautiful this time of year I, I will let you know but um but yeah we you know short amount of time so i don't think we can give an in-depth review but it's uh it's time for uh it's a good time for first impressions we've uh we both had the chance to play some um to kind of get our feet wet some up some down some good some um stuff that could use some improvement and uh, so we're going to uh, we're going to go that route uh, this afternoon. Um, Jay, why don't you uh, delve into it? Now I know uh, we've talked about this a bunch. Blackout was uh, was your jam back when it was live. So why don't you uh, why don't you tell us about that? Oh yeah, Blackout was incredible. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I will die on this hill. Blackout is better than Warzone in every single way, um, in all. my opinion. <laughs> Um, the reason it was my first BR, um, I had no interest in BR until that, uh, one of my buddies talked me into playing it one day just cause you know, I was tired of, um, you know, playing the multiplayer for, for black ops four. Um, I just really didn't like the multiplayer as much for that. So, uh, ended up becoming a blackout main and I have been addicted to battle royales ever since. Um, you know, it wasn't a fancy, movement-based game per se, like Warzone 1 and and what I think we're going to be getting into with this next iteration of Warzone. But there was still some outplayability, especially if you knew the map. I thought the map was well-designed. They had a little something for everybody. Uh, You know, not really a big, like, downtown type area, but they had, you know, some shacks and you know, uh, you know, a, a graveyard. They had Nuketown Island. That was awesome. Uh, they even put the yacht from Hijacked out there uh, and moved it around a little bit throughout the uh, the whole year of uh, Blackout. But you know, it it was just it, it was a great great uh, BR in my opinion. And I I had a whole hell of a lot of fun. We had little over 200 wins on that in a year and then another 200 in in rebirth once that hit or uh it was alcatraz for for black ops 4 but i understand that you actually got a chance to go through and play some and you know i i'm very anxious to hear what your thoughts are on it i know why you went back and played it because dude i feel like it's been this last week has just drug ass as we've gotten closer to the launch of uh, Modern Warfare Three, and dude, I mean it's it, it's been tough, but uh, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later, guys. But for now, we're going to go ahead and get into uh, Sub One's thoughts on Blackout. Yeah, thank you. So, um, I I don't think I have the same you know love for Blackout that you do. You know, we always remember our first. 
and um, Blackout was not my first, so I don't have that same attachment, I don't think. Um, but the the gameplay loop felt very... The game felt kind of cartoony, uh, almost more like Fort, like a Fortnite take on COD. And I think that was just the, that era of Call of Duty. Um, you know, everything was, you know, Blackout or Black Ops tends to be a bit more cartoony feel to it. Um, the colors are a little more cartoony. The you know it had the advanced movement exo suit thing going on, so it was kind of like you had like double wall jumps and um, stuff like that. The stuff that just didn't feel like it didn't feel like Warzone felt. Um, and so it was it wasn't something that was just up my alley in terms of the overall look and feel of the game. Um, but the game itself uh, played well. Um, I ended with a one KD, so I, I went even through my uh my journey through blackout um which uh you know good enough um but i think the problem with blackout is it brings a lot of rng in and and a lot of clunky mechanics so having played warzone having played through warzone 2 you know the new iter- you know versions of it um just the the ability to to navigate around and interact it feels smoother. There's a lot more options to customize how you play the game, um, in terms of like controller binds and, um, and configurations. Um, and so the ability to like comfortably interact, like, like for example, driving the vehicles there, I, I couldn't find a way to make it so that I could drive a vehicle the same way with the same controls that I have in, uh, in Warzone in, in blackout the vehicle, you know, was steered with the right thumbstick and the left thumbstick provided acceleration, which was incredibly weird to me. Um, and I, you know, didn't have a, I mean, I, I, I spent one day there, so I didn't have, you know, there, there may have been a way to change that, but I couldn't find it through the different settings that I went through. Um, and on top of that, you had the RNG feel of the game where, you're looting for everything, including attachments for your weapons, which, you know, in, in a BR, there's some degree of RNG that's just expected. Um, that's part of what makes it a BR. Um, but it, it felt like there was there was more of it in that game, and it felt more pronounced, especially when you start getting into gunfights and uh, you have different... Um, uh, Get into gunfights. You have different feels to the game. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to nail down the right way to say it, but um, you never Tempo. you never know where you stand in a gunfight because you don't know what you have, right? Like, and I'm sure you could really get used to it. And if you find all the all the exact correct attachments, you can get a good feel for it. But even picking up the same gun two or three times, um, it it, it felt different because I had different attachments that I was looting at the time versus Warzone, where if you pick up a green, you know, I guess, I hope they're bringing the colors back, but, you know, you pick up a green AR, right? Like a a green uh, M4, you know what that feels like because it's the same gun every time. Um, And that isn't the case in Blackout. So it felt felt different. And I don't think that going, you know, I, I don't think, you know, a lot of people say, oh, we should bring Blackout back. We should do it like Blackout. I think if they tried Blackout, it would have a similar reaction to Warzone 2. People would just really not like the inability to control their, um, to have that level of control over themselves that we have now in Warzone. And I think that we saw that a lot 
in Warzone 2 at the start without the loadouts because people were very, you know, people are very married to their loadouts. It's become a staple of COD BR. So I think we need to, you know, I, I think, I think if I had played Blackout before I played Warzone, I might have a different opinion of it. But going backwards, it definitely felt like I was going backwards and playing like an archaic relic rather than, you know, what, what we've been used to. So, you know, overall, I mean, I think probably like a, out of all the BRs I played, probably seven and a half out of 10, um, you know, obviously it's, numbers weren't as high, didn't have, you know, but there's a lot of mechanics I don't understand. So I'm, I'm trying to be lenient on that. I think if I had to, you know, if, if I had to pick between that, and like playing Fortnite routinely, I'd play blackout over that. Um, you know, I, I pick it over apex or some of these other more, certainly more goofy, uh, or cartoony games. But, um, but you know, if I had to choose between blackout and Warzone, I'd definitely go with Warzone. The, the reason why I prefer Blackout over Warzone is because you don't have the... We didn't have the game-breaking metas. Um, you know, we didn't have six weeks of a fucking RPK, you know, that's destroying the <laughs> lobby. We didn't have broken operators that you can't see, you know, depending on where you are. We didn't have any of that. Um, the other thing that we didn't have, and, and I think this is part of why it, it never really like took off. Um, it, well, there's a couple reasons. One, it, it wasn't as popular as Warzone because of the timing of it, of course. Um, number two, it wasn't cross-plat. Um, mm -hmm. But one of the things that we liked about it is, is we rarely dealt with cheaters. Like, you know, we were, I was on console at the time. FOV didn't matter. You know, like there was just so many great things about it. When they did limited time modes, they didn't make you play those modes and take away everything else. They were completely separate. You could choose to play them. And it was awesome. Um, my favorite one was, was uh, I forget what it was called, but you, you basically could use a sniper rifle, a shotgun, or knives. You know, that was that was sticks pretty fun. It, was, it, was a, it sounds like sticks and stones. Yeah, that's what... Well, Similar, yeah. And that's where I actually learned how to snipe in that game, too, is, you know, playing that mode for a few weeks. And and I had a great time. I'd go back and play it right now. Um, you know, the other thing with, you know, Blackout compared to Warzone is, you know, meta, the there wasn't like a movement meta in it either. You know, like I mentioned earlier, like everyone, it, it just, everyone was, I think, on the same, same level as far as that goes, which... I don't know. I, I prefer a movement meta, so I'll, I'll give Warzone the advantage there, I suppose. Um, you know, again, like I said, the map design was great. I thought that, uh, you know, again, all their limited time modes. And, you know, they actually were going to do a Blackout 2 at one point, from what I understand. But they, as soon as they saw the success for Warzone, they were like, nah, we're good. We're just going to go ahead and just ride that one out. Um, so yeah. that's a, that's a little disappointing. And I wish, honestly, I wish they'd go to an every other year. So basically when it's Treyarch's game, let's do blackout. When it's the other two studios, let's do Warzone. I think that would be a whole lot of fun, you know, and you could leave up, you know, whichever one. And if people don't want to play that, the one that's current that year, go play the other one. Big deal. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what goes, what how how this works going forward. I, I'm wondering. So, one thing to think about with Warzone and keep in mind with Call of Duty in the last uh, the last few years is that they're 
they are Activision's flagship product, right? You know, you think of everything else they mm-hmm. they do. Call of Duty is the number one thing they ship, and it's been the number one thing that drives their stock price year over year. So going forward, you know, Microsoft now owns Activision completely, which means that Call of Duty is not the primary stock price driver for Microsoft. They have a lot of different fields, even in their gaming department. They have a lot of different, you know, different IPs. They have a lot of different stuff going on. So I'm wondering as we go forward, how much pressure that takes off Call of Duty to have to turn as much money as it does every year um, without the ability to like to reinvest cash into it, like to infuse cash back into the into the IP. And one thing Microsoft has really shown a willingness to do is infuse cash into um, into a lot of its gaming functions and a lot of its gaming IPs. So I wonder, to be honest, if we're going to see more more leniency um, in in games going forward. I mean, Sony's Sony's deal is ending, so they're not going to have their hooks into Call of Duty anymore. Um, and this game is going to be one, you know the game we're in right now is, is really the last of the, the Activision mains. So I'm curious, I'm curious to see how that would impact like the idea of bringing back blackout or trying a blackout mode in war, you know, within Warzone, where they, you know, they would be willing to invest resources into something like that, that, you know, might not be an immediate moneymaker, but it might keep player retention up. Um, you know, something well, that Activision would yeah, be afraid I- to do. I, 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 that would be awesome. And I like, I, I would like that idea. Like if they, if they just did like a, a separate mode for people who want to loot for attachments and stuff like that and don't deal, not deal with the perks, then, mm-hmm. you know, that, that would be great. I would probably play that over playing with a loadout, but this is where we are. So, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, I'm going to play Warzone over any of the other BRs out on the market. So, as long as it's yeah. good. And, and, you know, honestly, it really has been pretty good for a while. Like, I think starting in, like, season two and a half, basically from then on, it's been pretty solid. I mean, there was the snafu with season three and Warzone's <laughs> fixed and everything. But, like, aside Oops. from that, no, it's it's great. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, you know, and I, and I think we got a taste of what, of what a Blackout Warzone would feel like with the early, you know, pre-season three. Um, or season two, I forget when they put loadouts back in, but I feel like we got kind of a taste of what a blackout warzone would look like. And I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I think, um, I think when the game was designed around it, it was, it was fun for what it was. I don't think a lot of people were as satisfied with it as the, as, um, Activision had hoped, but you know, we'll see, and we'll see what this new DMZ zombies, how that shakes out, um, going forward as well. But um, yeah. yeah, you know, overall, I think Blackout was uh, it was a fun experience. I'm glad I got to play it. I'm glad I, I'm glad I got to see the big, you know, the 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 map that everybody talks about, like look, you know, and, and looks back on. Um, but I was thinking about it, and Warzone or uh, Black Ops Four, you know, there was something missing from Black Ops Four that was basically missing from Modern Warfare Three um, as well. And uh, and if you uh, if if you haven't played yet, the uh, 
the thing that we didn't we, we we got a little bit of we didn't really get much of in in modern warfare 3 that we got none of in, in black ops 4 was uh was a campaign um they gave us 10 days early to play a campaign and it took uh well what did you think of the campaign we'll start there it took me about five and a half hours um so we are a week into this if you have not played the campaign, you need to probably either mute or fast forward this um, at, at least for five minutes or so, um, because, uh, you know, I, I have some thoughts on the campaign. Uh, one, I I'll thought timestamps down below. Yeah, we'll put timestamps down below. But one, I thought that the locations that they chose were fantastic, like the um you know, just the graphics and, and the maps were beautiful. Like the missions were beautiful. I didn't care for, like you and I talked about, I didn't really care for the open mission so much. I just ran through and did what I needed to do. I didn't explore a whole lot. Um, maybe the game, it would have taken me a little bit longer. And then I'm going to go ahead and say a big F you to whoever decided to kill my boy. So F you dog. <laughs> Second time. Second time. Yeah, They've killed him. he can't catch a damn break, bro. Yeah, Modern like, Warfare kill, 3 kill is Gaz not his or game. fucking Laswell or something. <laughs> Who's Laswell? <laughs> I know, right? What did you think about it, man? Um, oh, gosh, you know, I give it, I give it this kind of the same as Blackout, a good seven out of ten. Um, mm -hmm. and I think, you know, unlike IGN, who clearly has some issues with Microsoft owning this owning the series now um i think that the set pieces were beautiful it looked good um i think it played very well the open world sections i was very interested in it felt like warzone light but ultimately i feel like that was a missed opportunity i don't think that they had a very i don't think they put the energy into developing the correct amount of things to do in those modes to make it worth going back and trying again and playing again. Um, unless you decide to go for trophies or achievements. Um, I mean, I feel like there could have been, there could have been other things to do and other ways to approach it. Each one gives you some kind of reward or something. Um, but really, you know, they, they, they try to make it act like you can stealth through, you know, you could be stealthy or not. There was, there was no stealth. It was just I, dude, everything. I tr well, I tried to be kind, you know, to kind of creep, and it didn't matter a lot of times where I went. Like I, you know, I was getting, you know, spotted or whatever, and so it was. So at that point, once they, once once you're spotted, I'm like, fuck it, I'm dropping bodies. Let's go. Yeah, you know, Let's shoot them all. And and, and, and it you know, made no difference. Go ahead. It just made no difference. Like you could no, sneak, it you didn't. Could be shooty, you just it didn't matter. No, yeah, it. So the open open missions eh, were kind of meh to me. I mean, I feel like they kind of mailed it in on the campaign on this a little bit. And, and you know, there's been some speculation online. Um, and I think maybe even, um, you know, the guys from Dropshot were talking about it, too, about, you know, that it was indeed supposed to be a DLC, you know, for like a year or two type of content. And that's they changed their mind at the last minute, but they were just kind of like, fuck it on the campaign side of it. But at the end of the day, dude, I don't really care that much. I don't buy Call of Duties anymore for the campaigns. Um, I buy yeah. them to play multiplayer and now Warzone. So 
if that's the worst part about this game, the fact that that campaign was so short, I think we're in for a very good year. I, I yeah, I agree. Um, so you know, campaign it was okay. It, you know, half a day you spend a day on it, you're fine. There's no reason to go back and play it, in my opinion. Um, but you know, if you play it and you you know the story was good, it was a good middle set to you know. Obviously, there's more to it, so I don't know. You know, I don't know when they're going to pick it back up and finish it. Um, I hope they do. Uh, without you know making us wait too long, but uh, but yeah, it was it was good. Um, but uh, but you know, it's not why we buy the game, as you pointed out. The way we do buy the game, of course, is the multiplayer. Which, um, if you happen to take a flight to New Zealand, uh, which I did yesterday um, morning, allegedly, and uh, you got to start playing the game, um, I logged about about. 10 and a half hours into the game yesterday over the course mm-hmm. of the day um, playing switching off between multiplayer and zombies. So I got, I got my feet wet on both modes. Um, I did not play war mode. Um, so don't ask me on that one, but, uh, but I got a good feel on multiplayer. I got a good feel on zombies. Um, uh, what did you play? Did you get a, I know you were a little limited compared to me. Yeah. So I, I didn't mind waiting until it was due. Cause it kind of like, reminded me of like when we'd go to GameStop for those midnight releases kind of thing. So I didn't mm-hmm. mind waiting. And, you know, I ended up playing ranked uh, last night first, ranked Warzone with Lee Pei and D Parks. And then uh, my guy Bri came in after D left and finished 19 short of Diamond. So I, I still got to go back and run at least one one or two matches of that so I can hit Diamond before this is up. But um, I when I hopped on last night, it – I got to be honest, I got completely shit on the entire night. The The whole two hours that I was playing, I don't know that I had a single positive match. And part of it, I think, too, is because I didn't figure out that I could put attachments on the armor, uh, on the, um, what's the ultimate edition or what what is that called again? I'm tr- the vault edition, those vault mm-hmm. weapons that are in there. You, they would allow you to put all your attachments on there. So I'm sitting here playing these games, you know, these matches without attachments, just getting clapped by people who'd, you know, been to New Zealand like you, um, <laughs> you know, earlier in the day. So it was rough. But then I got back on today uh, and I did get a chance to play a couple hours earlier before we hopped on here. And, you know, my first impression of the game is it's good. It feels good. I like the movement. Um, you know, the maps are pretty cool. It's really, it's, it's fun getting to know some of these maps again. Um, you know, like, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, overpass, what is it? Overpass Afghan and a couple of the others like that rundown like that. Those are cool maps to get to play. It doesn't bother me that they're remastered. I, you know, at the end of the day, I just want a game that's fun to play because really Call of Duty, just like any other video game, like any other yearly release video game, is just copy and paste a lot of times anyway. So yep. it, I, I don't know. People need to just let that go. And if you can't find enjoyment in the game, then just don't play it. Um, the guns are great. Uh, it's I, I'm seeing something that's kind of weird, though. So, you know, like there's certain guns that unlock at certain levels, like the MCW unlocks at like a 44. But yet mm-hmm. I'm seeing people that are like a 13 or 14 get in kill cams you know, using the MCW. So it's like, how are they doing that? Cause I didn't see one in the pre-built classes there this time. Like there was in the beta. Um, I believe you can still unlock guns through zombies. 
Same way it. with DMC. Oh, like go into zombies and mm-hmm. extract with a gun. It should unlock it for you. No kidding. Yeah, that mechanic's supposed Interesting. to still be there. Um, that's that's great. And you know, I think I think there are some bundles out. I've seen a couple. We've seen a couple weapons in the shop, and there's a few blueprints. There's a few blueprints. All right, so here's something you can get. There's a few blueprints out there through partners. Uh, Burger King outside of the U.S., like the U.K., Australia, and a few other places um, in Europe, have uh, have an operator and a weapon skin. Monster has an has a weapon skin, a weapon okay. blueprint, um, which I believe is the MCW, um, and so does um, Little Caesars. I think they have a weapon in addition to operators. So there's a couple of a uh, couple of different ways that you can get your hands on. Um, you can get your hands on one and have um, uh, have some options there. So as far as the so yeah, as far as that goes, um, I think there's different ways that you can get it unlocked early. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, another option for different guns, and I'd have to go and look and see which ones they are because I don't remember off the top of my head, but you know, there are some assault weapons and battle rifles that are unlocked this way. It's actually through the, um, the heck is it called? Um, it is through the armory unlock method. If you're familiar with that. I'm hearing problems with that because I, I heard, I don't know if you've seen it, but it might've been either expel or, um, espresso or somebody tweeted that they they basically lock things behind these armory unlocks but to unlock Mm -hmm. them you have to complete a challenge and a lot of times it's with pieces of equipment or weapons that are also locked it's like how the hell are you going to do that yeah so i think uh yeah i want to i want to shelve the rest of that conversation for second half but um but yeah, it's uh, it, so it's definitely possible to get it out there before you're officially hit that level. Um, okay. What are your what are your thoughts on um, so so first impressions? What else? What else hits you as a positive or a, like like like? You know, what, what was good? What are the good? What are the highlights? We'll I mean the the, the fluidity. Everything is more fluid and smooth. The one thing that I don't like, and I think I figured out a way to turn it off, is that tax stance. I'm tired of that. I don't really care for that mechanic at this point. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the but the fluidity of like the movement, e- even just like base movement. That, that's not even like because I haven't really unlocked a lot of the like gear yet for that. Right. But like you mantle fast as shit over stuff, man. Like it's it's really fast. I like that you can move around the map very very good. Um, the weapons are, are, you know, I, right now I'm working on the MTZ. Uh, obviously I want to get, get the ACR or MCW. That's going to end up being my primary, um, you know, AR. I haven't really got into the submachine guns yet. Um, or really even sniping a whole lot. Um, you know, but uh, other than that, I mean, I, I really don't see a whole lot of negatives aside from maybe, a little bit of inconsistency with the TTK sometimes, you know, whereas like I'm seeing nothing but, you know, from upper chest up and getting hit markers. And then I get one bursted 
Like I don't, you know, and maybe that's a latency or a hit reg issue or, yeah. you know, something like that. But I mean, if, if I had a complaint, it would, that that's pretty much it. Other than that, based on what I'm, I'm playing, I, I don't really have a lot of issues. Okay. Great. You, uh, you know, I, I think at a basic level, I think the game is a significant improvement mm-hmm. over the current state of war of uh, modern warfare two. I, you know, I, the, the speed at which you can do everything is so dramatically increased that it makes the game fun again. I don't, I'm not at the point. I haven't hit a point where I feel like I'm struggling against the mechanics of the game, which is something that if you, if you've heard our previous episodes, you've heard me rant about before is that the mechanics of the game in Warzone 1, or Warzone, whatever, you know, Modern Warfare 2, Warzone, what, core, whatever they're calling it now, Warzone, I guess. Um, the mechanics of the game hold you back. They're, they are a hard limit on what you can do. And so even though you see that you should be able to do something like slide around the corner and shoot a guy who's not looking at you, mm-hmm. the fact that the slide slows down and then the transition and the time it takes to get your gun up and the ADS penalties that every attachment you put on your gun all add up to the point that he is able to turn around and gun you and win the gunfight. Even though you've gotten to him when his back is turned to you, not even dealing with latency, just, just the sheer fact that that is a thing is one of the biggest problems with the state of Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone um, right now. And this game doesn't have that. This game has solved in in pretty much every way that I've come across it has solved that, which I think is really good. It's also done a very good job of balancing the game so that mouse and keyboard players, from every report that I've I've heard, uh, actually feel like they can play mouse and key on the game, which um, for the rest of us might you know down the road might be an issue, but. Um, <laughs> For uh, for them, they're they're from what I've heard, most of them are very much enjoying it. So um, that's good. Um, yeah, overall, uh, I think it's a very positive experience. I think there are there are some there are some things that are going to rear their head. I think as the game gets you know, as the uh, honeymoon period ends and people are going to get frustrated with the first of which, absolutely, is that armory unlock method. So if you haven't played the game or you weren't familiar or you didn't know this me- uh, this method existed, um, Armory unlocks uh, take about 40 or so items. I forget how I forget the total number and they lock them behind um, behind challenges. So you get three daily challenges plus a bonus challenge every day. Um, it's supposed to refresh and you get new ones. And then those challenges um, uh, give you points towards an uh, an armory unlock that you're working towards, which is great. Um, except, you know, which is a great mechanic. And originally when they build this, it they implied that it was things like optics and under barrels, um, things that are kind of accessories <clears throat> that in Warzone 2, one of the big complaints, um, especially from people I know is that, you know, for example, if you wanted the, the, the mini pro optic, you had to get the Expedite 12, which was the worst shotgun in the game. And shotguns were at the time pretty bad in multiplayer. 
And you had to get that to level 12 before you get this optic unlock. So if you didn't want to spend time, or you were a Warzone main, even worse, and you didn't want to spend time working on carrying around a shotgun that was useless in Warzone or playing it in multiplayer and tanking your KD over it, um, then you would never get that optic unlocked. It was it was forever lost to you. So any blueprints or any preferences that you had to that particular red dot um, were lost. So it was looked at when it was announced as, hey, here's a here's an alternate way to get that attachment, right? You can do an, you can just select it and you just do a couple challenges and ta-da, you have the optic that you want. But that's not what they did. What they actually did is they took about half of your base equipment and weaponry and they put it in to this armory system. So on the on the one side, it's a positive because I can unlock the FR556, the FAMAS, on day one. I could have done that in the first match. I could have had that gun, which, you know, usually something like that is like level like 30 or something. So that's a positive. And there's there's a lot of there's all kinds of stuff locked in that way. But the problem is it's the only way to get it, right? Which means that in order to have all of your base equipment, all of your streaks, all of your, um, th- you know, equipment and throw, uh, throwing knives, uh, uh, lethals is the right word. To get all that unlocked, you not only have to progress to level 55, but you also have to progress through these challenges. So, it, and you can do a lot of them simultaneously, uh, but, I, but I think it was calculated that if you want everything unlocked, it's a minimum of 40 hours. That's if you win every game. So I think they had a good idea that's being missed here. And I think we're going to see a lot of complaints about that as we go forward because the, the armor system, and, and I ran into this, you know, you, you, you mentioned it earlier. I ran into this problem of, I wanted to unlock an AR, the FF, uh, the FAMAS. I wanted the FAMAS. I wanted to get that out of the way because it looks like a terrible gun. Um, <laughs> I wanted that out of the way. I figured, ah, I got armory unlocked. No problem. What are the three challenges? First challenge was I need to flashbang two players. No problem. Where are the flashbangs? Flashbangs. (laughs) Gotta unlock it. I need the flashbangs to do the flashbang challenge. But to get to the flashbangs, I have to do the flashbang challenge. And this was like 1030 at night last night. I've been playing for like 10 and a half hours. I'm like, screw it. I'm out. I'm going to watch YouTube. I'm done. Um, you know, went and did it. And and, and there is, you can get to them. They're in a basic class. Mm-hmm. And the basic class is terrible. It's literally like the Uzi and the revolver. And when you're on big, big maps, those things are trash. Because you just have to close the gap so quickly. And you're just going to get gunned. So that was frustrating. Basically, like, I'm just going to take a couple of losses and you're only given one flashbang per life. So you have to go through and you have to die at least once in order to, don't you get, don't you get one? If you use your, um, you you don't, if you use your field upgrade, the muni, it didn't, it's a preset class. The field upgrade was like an EMP or something. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. So that was, that was, that was, it was fresh. It, you know, I went back and I did it this morning. What you know, while I was waiting for you, I got it done. So it's not a big deal. But it was extremely vexing to run into that, and then you know, not only to to realize that okay, I have to unlock the FAMAS, 
But to do that, I have to jump through the hoops, right? I can't just play the game. I think that if they had said, we're going to make, you know, here's, here's, here's a hundred universal attachments, right? And, and they have the, the conversion kits are in there. Like that's how you get the conversion kits. And honestly, I think that sort of thing, that's, that's what you should put in these challenges, right? Here's, here's an optic, here's an underbarrel. Here's a, um, you know, here's a version of the grenade launcher that, you know, the, the decoy grenade launcher, I don't know, whatever you want to put it in there. Those are the things that should be in this that you would normally be going after. But instead, they have like core elements of the game locked behind the second progression system that I feel like is going to be, it's going to become frustrating as more and more casual players this weekend pick it up and start playing and figure out, I can't get to my flash grenades because they're locked behind this stupid challenge that I can't get to without flash grenades. And the more we, you know, the more we run into that, the more of an issue it's going to be. Yeah, I think people are going to definitely be complaining about that even more. Um, you know, I at the end of the day, for me personally, I'm just going to go through my you know pro- normal progression system. I'm not. I mean, I I may take a look at those challenges, but I, I don't do like camo challenges and all that stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. I play to just max out guns, and that's pretty much what I'll be doing. Um, you know, in fact, I should have the MTZ maxed out probably today. I'll have that done. Um, the one thing also too, speaking of like weapon leveling, I don't know if you've had this issue, but I, I have, and I have a fit. I found, I researched and found a fix for it, but my double XP tokens sometimes were not, they were saying locked, like you couldn't use them. And so basically to fix that, you just close your game out and restart it. I ran into that and that, that that fix worked for me. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, another issue that I, I don't know if you're hat, well, you're not on PC, but, you know, so the launch client is Battle.net for me, right? And mm-hmm. ever since I had that big download a couple days ago, where they're, you know, redoing the UI and everything in preparation for this game, it actually throws me out of the game and then back into, like, you got to go back into it. And it closes down like two or three times. So hmm. hopefully, they'll, hopefully they'll get a fix for that. But I mean... I don't really see any like big bugs or anything as far as that goes. Um, you know, it, it seems to be running fairly smooth to me, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah, I, I've, I, all right. I've had a weird issue. It's come up like two or three times. I don't know if it's my Xbox, just I need to treat it nicer or what. Um, I am, I've had my controller freeze, like frizz out. So what I mean by that is like, so I was playing the zombies. I played zombies and I had, Mm -hmm. um, I went for, I went to Xville and I was, I was doing something. I don't know what I was, I I I was trying to do like multiple things at once, like very quickly. And I think it, it just froze it. And I couldn't use my, um, I, I couldn't use my right stick. Like, I was fixed looking forward. It wouldn't, I couldn't rotate my character left or right. Oh, wow. So I could only strafe left or right and move forward or backwards. How'd you, how how did you say you fixed that? Um, I walked backwards until I've walked back into the chopper and extracted. (laughs) And then I restarted the Xbox. Okay. All right. 
So I've I've had that happen to me, but keep in mind I'm on PC. And, mm -hmm. you know, if I forget to turn on my controller or I start doing something in the game with my mouse, it automatically changes the input to mouse and key. So mm -hmm. I've had to do that mid game, you know, at the start of the game, like, oh, shit, you know, I can't look, I can't look or do anything. Um, yeah. All I can do is move forwards and backwards. So um, I've had that. I've had that happen. Maybe. And that could be because I've got I have keyboard stuff plugged in here so it, it could it actually that could be an issue where it's like i'm confusing inputs so but i mean that was as far as technical issues go that was honestly that was the only one that i ran into i didn't have any major problems um with the game which is good um what did you did you play zombies at all no i have like ever or on this one in this one no, I haven't yet. I'm going to because I saw Lord Knight tweeted um, earlier that everybody should go do that if you play Warzone because you get a chance it's to actually map. see the new map. Yeah, it's I don't nice. know how I feel about that to be completely honest because I don't. I, I kind of like the idea of just dropping in and learning a new map. Like that's that's always been one of the fun things about like Warzone for me is being able to do that. So if I play zombies, it, it won't be for that reason. It'll be just to play it and check it out. Cause you know, if we're going to talk about it, I probably need to hop in and play it a little bit. Right. <laughs> you know, um, I, I've been running it solo. Um, and mm -hmm. it's, it's challenging. So my goal, my, my goal is I want to get some of the cameras unlocked in zombies because I really like the way they look on um, some of the more popular, um, the popular ARs, and I, I will say one thing I was really hyped about that I'm kind of bummed about is the blog said that the mastery camels are unlocked by completing the um, the multiplayer challenges or multiplayer mastery levels in Modern Warfare 2 guns. And mm -hmm. so I figured, hey, throwing a bone to us camo grinders from Modern Warfare 2, happy for it. Turns out it's not true. Um, you have to actually progress through the camos just like you would in multiplayer with mo both modern warfare two and modern warfare three guns. So that kind of threw my morning off. I was a little, I was a little disappointed by that. Um, That's confusing as hell. Yeah. I think it's more, I think their blog post, it was incorrectly phrased there. I haven't looked to see if they've corrected it, mm -hmm. but, um, but it, it, it was definitely not, it was not phrased correctly on the blog post. Right. So, um, so that's what led me to think that, you know, I could just hop into zombies, start working on mastery camos. Um, and, uh, and that would be good. So unfortunately, um, you know, I, I'm not saying I wasted a lot of time, but I spent, you know, a good chunk of yesterday, probably about three and a half hours messing around in zombies only, only to get so far before I realized that there's the whole segment of it. I don't know anything about because I don't play zombies very much. Uh, sure at all so um that you know so zombies but it was fun it's a fun experience the map looks good um i have to say from trying to take into account that the skybox is different the setting is different there's definitely some set pieces that i think are zombie specific um and some gameplay mechanics that are zombie specific um but it's like if you took it, it's like if Almazra and og verdansk went off, got together, didn't use protection, and produced a wonderful-looking new map and 
Um, and that map is going to be running around very quickly, jumping in everybody's hearts and having a great time. Uh, because I, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, the map plays really well. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good to it. There's no hill in the middle. There's no big castle. There's no volcano. There's no fortress in the very center of the map. Um, and it, 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 it had the vibes of Verdansk. It has that Eastern European feel to it that I think a lot of people are going to associate with comfort and home, um, especially those of us that played uh, played MW uh, or played uh, OG Verdansk. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm excited to see it in Warzone, but for now, um, in Zombies, you know, it, it, it's a good set piece. It's a good map. So I'm happy with it. I'll have to give it a run. One other thing as far as like Modern Warfare 3 that we should talk about. What do you think of uh, all of the attachments and the way you can filter through that? I mean, do you do you like that or is that, you know, how do, how do you feel? I know how you feel about tuning and I, I know you're crying still deep down inside. It hurts. <laughs> it still hurts. Um, I... I like it. The filtering is if you are, if you were overwhelmed with, I'll tell you this, if you're overwhelmed, you are not filtering them and it's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Look, there's a lot of attachments. And if you're just going to carousel through them all, you'll be there all day and you'll never find one that works. The way the filtering works is phenomenal. You could basically, you pull up a drop down. And you can you can set. I want an if you say for me, I found this is how I found an underbarrel for the uh, for the for the new five four five, which is garbage. Um, but that was really really good. Um, I, I have to look up the name. I can't remember what it's called. But I pulled up the filter and I said, look, I want something that helps mobility, uh, or no, that helps uh, aim down sight. I think they put that under yeah, I think under mobility, and it helps. Um, uh, accuracy. Like I want those two things. Um, because you know, modern warfare two, there was nothing that could help. You know, you either, you got one or the other, right? Your attachment either helped your accuracy and hurt your mobility or it helped your mobility and it hurt your accuracy. Sure enough, up pops a, um, uh, up pops an under barrel. Uh, I check it. It has a, it has a really strong and you get percentages now. So I, you know, it Mm -hmm. was like a, five or six percent i forget i'd have to go back and look but it had a really good um help for mobility and you know ads and it had a good help for um accuracy and it was like the the negatives were like hip fire which is fine it's an putting on an ar i don't need hip fire as much um and i threw that on my gun and it was like it made a huge impact without feeling like a slug so you know out of what how many under barrels did we have like 80 something like that total on a, on a basic ar you get a, you get a lot of unbarrels to have to sort through but it's the fact that i could i could in five minutes filter through identify mm-hmm. test out and decide that i really like you know i tried i think i tried like seven or eight different underbarrels and and the one that the, the one that came through the filter was like the best one so i think you know i'm sure we'll see it actually quite a bit um i have gotta gotta look up the name for it but the filtering changes the game and so it really does make it easy for you to, to narrow down the band of, of um, attachments that you're going to look at for that particular category. 
and then you can just pop up the uh, the stats and kind of take a look at, all right, so this one offers 5% for horizontal recoil and negative 1% for ADS. And this one offers, you know, 9% for horizontal recoil and no ADS penalty. Well, let's just pick the one that, you know, helps and doesn't hurt us. Yeah. Um, and so I think that was a really good, honestly, the, the only, the only category that's going to be frustrating is the optics. Cause I got to learn, I got to go through all these new optics and, and I don't know if you caught this, but they rebalanced all the, all the weapons and all the attachments for Modern Warfare 3. So I got to learn them all over again. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I, I saw in the patch notes and they even put percentage values for that too. But, you know, speaking of weapons, I, I'm, I really wish that they had done, and um, you know, I, I've seen this on Twitter also. Like, I wish they had done a Modern Warfare Three weapons only playlist because it is pretty douchey to see people running around with decked out Tac Fifty Six. Like, come on, bro. Like, I, we're all out here trying to like grind weapons, and you know, Modern Warfare Three. And I realize there's not a lot. Like, I think there's only like five ARs. Um, you know, like we yeah. talked about, it's only thirty-six but I, weapons I, total. Yeah, and would you say that uh, Modern Warfare Two launched with 51? fifty-one or fifty-two? Yeah, fifty-one. Yeah, so it, it, it you know, I, I really wish they had done their own playlist, um, you know, with just the Modern Warfare Three weapons. Let me ask you this: Have you seen the Bloomberg stories that are on Twitter? I've seen reporting. I, I've seen people talking about them. I haven't read them yet. Um, I don't put a lot of faith in Bloomberg's reporting after the debacle with this game. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's kind of like... I don't know how much faith I put into the into the feel that everybody was... You know, that they're representing the company's like the, the events a hundred percent accurately. Um, I think that it's, you know, I think this will go back to how Microsoft will change things going forward. I think we'll see, you know, less of the problems that they're having because Microsoft is probably willing to spend more resources um, to, to put games out, you know, that are in the right state. I mean, I think Starfield is probably a good example of that. Um, well, Phil Spencer doesn't fool around, man. No. No, and we're already we've already seen a big shakeup. We've had we have a new CEO at Xbox, which has been good. Um, we've also seen um, Activision. We know uh, Kodak is leaving um, end of the year, and so it, they're shaking up. You know, I think we're going to see. I think we're going to see some whole skill. You know, it takes. It, I don't know if you've ever been a part of a of a acquisition like this, like a, a whole company acquisition. It takes a good six to eight months before they really dig in and start making changes. And when they do, it tend, you know, and, and and changes tend to be a little, you know, real gradual, right? Early on, you get some incremental you get some swag, right? And it's like, you know, you get little little branding changes, uh, but they leave the structure alone for a while until they come up with a good plan and they, you know, they spend some time really looking at all the departments and identifying what needs to stay, what needs to be moved into, a, you know, their existing departments, what needs to be gotten rid of. So I think, you know, I don't think we're going to see any drastic changes until, you know, quarter two. But I think that we stand to see some big changes. The one thing that did stand out to me, though, was that um, was the, the, the issues on crunch and how much the crunch, like the, uh, 
you know, how many hours the employees were being, you know, the developers were having to sink into making the game work out. Yeah. And, well, it was like uh, 16 months, right? Yeah. Total uh, de- development time for this. Because I heard that they actually pitched Advanced Warfare 2. Um, they were going to do that. And then they were told they had to make this game. Um, Best decision yeah. Kodak ever made. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's what I heard. You know, what I'd like to see out of, you know, the Microsoft acquisition of um, Activision is I, I really believe Infinity Ward needs to have a little bit of humble pie because I feel like they've been, it's called Modern Warfare 2. (laughs) No, I mean, as far as like, well, see, so the rumor has it that Sledgehammer was having to go through Infinity Ward uh, executives for approval on certain things for this game, and that they went in and actually made them change a lot of things. You know, like the Pick 10 system, they were wanting to try the Pick 10 system here. And from what I understand and what I read, I don't know how true it is, but Infinity Ward squashed it. So, you know, I... I don't really think they have a lot of good will built up with the community right now. Um, and I think it's probably going to be best that they kind of are not as involved over the next few years. Like, cause rumor has it also that after this game, two years is going to be Treyarch. Is that confirmed yeah. or just a rumor to this point? I believe it's just rumored. I mean, if that's the case, that'd be great. That'd be great. You know, let let Infinity Ward like back off for a little while. Maybe some of the community will kind of forget or whatever, and you know, they can kind of reevaluate where they were wanting to take this franchise because they they damn near ruined the Modern Warfare franchise, in my opinion. Um, even though we were able to play it and have have a little bit of fun with it, it, it still was not a good game, man. You know, so, and I think this that this one right here. Is even though it is rehashed stuff and remastered, it's basically writing everything that they did wrong in the previous title, in my opinion. Yeah. So look, I want to say this. You can you can clip this if you want and hold it against me later. But just like many of the maps that we all played a while back, the pick ten system is over fucking rated. <laughs> and it's just held together by nostalgia and dreams of the glory days. It ain't great. It ain't amazing. It leads to so much just frustration because you can't do what you want to do. The The system that we have now is so much better. Is there room for improvement? Absolutely. Absolutely room for improvement. Is pick 10 better? Definitely not. Absolutely not. I, you know... I, I don't I don't mind what we have now. I mean, I liked the pick 10 system back in the day. It was nice being able to double stack perks that are from the same like class, like same grouping, you know, if you if, I liked being able to do that. But, you know, with what they did with the custom perk packages, um, you know, even in the last one, you know, you could still do that too. Like you could have ghost and overkill. So that's cool too. Um, you know, so I don't know. I mean, I that wasn't a deal breaker for me. So I, you know, I just, I thought it was interesting though, with everything coming out over the last like few days, I, you know, it's like somebody at infinity ward must have pissed somebody else off just to be leaking all this shit, you know, but like you said, I don't know how credible Bloomberg is either. So, 
Yeah. And I mean, I think the problem is, is that, you know, the Bloomberg's right now telling everybody what they want to hear. But, you know, from from what I've heard kind of through different channels, you know, Activision or not Activision, um, Infinity Ward, like this is their story, right? Like they set this thing up for, you know, the mechanics aside, right? The story is, is their story. And, you know, allegedly Sledgehammer wants to come in and kind of do their own thing. And everybody was like, look, we're doing Modern Warfare 2. It was, or Modern Warfare 3. It was probably a DLC. It's probably going to be a DLC. Let's be honest. Like, but, you know, I think this is a, you know, it was still a, let's, let's all be honest. It was still going to cost you 70 bucks, right? Yeah. They're not going to give it to you for free, you know, or even discounted. Like, I don't understand why people thought that. No. And, and it's like, and, I think it's going to be a, it was still going to be, a, you know, whether it's a DLC or a standalone title, it still was going to be the same price, you know, maybe five bucks cheaper. Maybe it's $5 off. I don't know. Um, but you're not going to have, like, you're not going to let a studio kind of go off on its own. I mean, look what happened to Star Wars, right? They let every director kind of do his own thing and the, the sequel trilogy is a disaster. Uh Right, they're not just awful. Good for them, for like no, we're doing this that we, we're doing the plan, right? We're gonna finish this out, and then after that, we'll see where it goes. All right, good for them. I, I, you know, so all these articles, everybody is ready to trash on Infinity Ward for whatever just desserts they have coming for them, um, for the the decisions they made and the stubbornness they had, but things like that, like. Yeah, there should be some continuity between the two games. Absolutely. Oh, 100% there should be. And so the the idea that like every color palette they picked had to go, you know, people are talking, you know, like this is the, this is what I see on Twitter. It's like people are like, gosh, in, you know, Infinity Ward made them go through and, and put every, you know, every color they picked and every like, you know, decal they put on costumes, right? Like, they had to run it through Infinity Ward, and aren't they terrible? And that's just not, I don't think that's the reality. I think the reality is, you know, they had, Sledgehammer was like chomping at the bit to just go completely in a different direction. And uh, in order to prevent, you know, the Force Awakens or whatever, that second one, I don't remember what it's called anymore. It was so bad. Um, you know, that sort of thing happening again. They just said, no, you're going to, here's your lane. Your lane's wide. You know, but as far as the story and the, the, the important elements, you're gonna stick to stick to it. And so good on them for that. Roast them for the stuff that they screwed up, roast them for what they're deserved in, but keeping the games the two games coherent between Modern Warfare Two and Modern Warfare Three. I, I don't have a problem with that. I I think um, you know, also too, you know, just to kind of circle back on, you know, what we've been talking about, you know, about the good, the bad, and the ugly, I think Overall, I would give this game a seven and a half or eight out of ten, maybe. Um, you know, I, I don't really have a lot I can complain about to this point. You know, I've only played it uh, maybe about five or six hours, but if it plays the way it had been playing last night and today, then I, I think we're in for a really good year, and I cannot wait to see these things moved into Warzone and how much fun that's going to be it just feels more yeah. to be to be fair it feels more of a pop
polished version of Modern Warfare 2019, really. Yeah. To yeah. me, it does. You know, I'll say the one thing. The one feel I I I, I haven't put my been able to put my thumb on it for a while, um, but today I was I was playing a little bit this morning. I think what this game is missing is the sense of discovery and exploration of something new. When Modern Warfare 2 came out, the maps were all new, the guns were all new, the systems were all new. Everything was new, right? There was nothing familiar about it. Even the gun names were different. You couldn't even pick an AK-47 because that, you know, that name was copyrighted, right? They, so you had to learn new names for everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that led to a lot of that led to a to a feeling of openness and exploration. This game feels like an old like an old uh, like an old pair of shoes you haven't worn in a while, right? You put them on, you know, you know everything about them. You don't have to think about it, which is great. But in the sense, it's like it's it's the same old, same old. So, you know, I think people are going to get tired of the same maps. Um, over time, you know, I think it's going to be, I think the novelty of it will, will wear off. I think when Warzone drops, though, we get some new maps, we get some new playlists, I think is when the game is going to start to really shine. Um, and they really kind of break out of some of this, I'm going to call it growing pains of like, we're having to adapt, you know, we're adapting, we have to adapt again. <laughs> but we have to adapt to, you know, this new unlock system and some of the new you know, movement mechanics and, and all, all this stuff. So, you know, I think in a month, the game will be in a, you know, single player will be in a really good state. Um, we'll have some of the, some of the growing pains, pains shaken out and, uh, and Warzone 2 will be, uh, will be upon us. And I think, uh, I think we're all going to be in a really good spot. You know, you mentioned something, uh, you know, about new and, and things like that. <laughs> I, I swear it does seem like, Activision cannot win with this community. And what I mean by that is, is when they give you new shit, people are bitching about it and they want old shit back. Then they give you old shit and then they're like, nah, we want the new shit. Like we want new, innovative, this or that. Take, for instance, Warzone, you know, Warzone 2 when it first launched. They did the split circles. People were complaining about that. So they really tapered those down. The 2v2 Gulag, new. With the Juggernaut, new. Like it was... It was great and it was new and different and people bitched about it. So it's like this community doesn't like new stuff, but they're going to bitch if they get the old stuff they want to. So it's almost <laughs> like we deserve the game we get right as a community. Yeah. <laughs> we deserve what we get. We do pretty you much, pretty much. I, I don't disagree. You know, I, I mean, I'm in the same boat. I'm the, I'm the same way. You know, I, half the time I'm like, oh, give me something new. And then they give me something new. What the fuck is this shit um excuse my french so i think <laughs> there's i i think there's a lot to be said for there's a lot to be said for the game that we have right now that's positive I, you know and i think that there's there's some things that they can improve on and i hope they do i'm sure they will so has been right. very open to communication um i just you know my biggest concern is that all the the new feeling of it is going to rapidly expire once everybody's kind of gotten comfortable with it. And that's going to be, it's going to be an issue, especially for the, for the older crowd that grew up, you know, that we played this game 
10 years ago or whenever when did this game come out 2007 no yeah something like that 2011 i think it's just 11 so it's been over a decade um and so the more we play it you know the more it's gonna feel the more we play it the more it's gonna come back and it's like that you know even though i don't remember a lot of the maps like the details i remember the feel of most of these maps so it's like i, I run through it a few times like oh yeah i can go over here oh yeah it goes over there um, the only ones I don't really yeah. know much about were the DLC ones because I didn't buy the DLC packs because I was cheap growing up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were too. And so it was kind of like, you know, it's like I, I play, uh, you know, I play Rust. I've played Rust, you know, Rust was in 2019. Rust was in the original. You know, I remember, I know this map, right? I actually really like Rust, so I don't have a problem with it. But, um, you know, it's... It, I'll play Rust 24-7 over shipment most of the time. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's I don't feel as amped up about this release as I did about Modern Warfare 2's release because so much of this is old hat. And I think that's been I think that's been an issue that I've I'm trying to work through is it is a new game. There's new stuff to learn. You know, let's let's get let's get excited for it. Um, let's get into it. You know, and uh, and so it it it'll, it'll we'll get there. Especially as new stuff comes out in Warzone. When the new Warzone map comes out, it's going to be really fun. I think. But right now, this you know, yeah, it's about an eight of a game. Yeah, uh, I think so too. So, nothing wrong with and it. I, it's just not shiny. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but think about this, though. All right, so we, we had Verdansk. We had Verdansk 84. Everybody's clamoring for a new map. They give us a new map. I appreciate that they gave us a new map. I just wish the new map they gave us didn't suck. You know, so it's like they tried to do new stuff with Modern Warfare 2, and it just sucked. You know, so that's why I so don't what you're mind. Saying is they gave us sp- they, we had spaghetti, and we liked spaghetti, and we asked for better spaghetti, and they gave us a pile of shit. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think that this game is going to be it, it feels more balanced as far as like who it's catering to than the other one than Modern Warfare 2 did. It, you know, and even 2019, right? Like it feels like it's a lot more balanced and and like we've talked about, like there's just something in it for everyone. So I, I, I am I'm happy about that. I don't mind the rehashed maps, whatever. I don't you know, I'm only playing multiplayer just for Warzone and stuff anyway, so I don't mm-hmm. care. I just want a game that feels smooth, has fluidity to it, you know, th- a good TTK, those kind of things. Those are the things that are really important to me. And this game has that. So it's I, a win in my absolutely. Book. Yeah. You know what? And and for all the for all the negativity, you know, I, I I did have fun. You know, I played for like ten and a half hours yesterday. So yeah. I, you know, you know, log some hours into it. Um, had had a good time with it. Um, you know, it, I, I'm of course straight into the camel grind, so I just suffer. You know, I've, I've decided this year I'm going to suffer through the miserable guns first and get those out of the way while people are still learning the game. And I've learned that people are already not having to learn the game because they're running their TAC 56s. <laughs> I hope those people. I, I really do. I hope those people stub their toe every night when they get I hope out they of step bed. on Legos. F them, man. I hope yeah, no kidding. Um, it's, so, it's, 
cheesy <sighs> is what it is. You know how this community is. Everybody's got to try to get an edge. It's just like running customs yeah. with your friends and you're saying we're going to use pistols only and throwing knives and somebody puts a riot shield on their back. Come on, man. Like, it's just that kind yep. of cheese, right? Yep. So, so yeah. But otherwise, you know, um, game is fun. I think it's got uh, it's got all the right elements. It's going to make Warzone fun, um, and hopefully solve a lot of the issues that we've had. And and the map hopefully plays really well as a Warzone map. Yep, I hope so too. So we're we're running up on a little over an hour. Do you got anything else you wish to discuss, or no? You know, I think we hit everything. Um, you know, I yeah, I, I just you know. Only thing I'd probably want to do is throw out a uh, throw out one uh, one good solid uh, <clears throat> go Niners. Oh, I see the hat you're wearing. Yeah, yeah. No, hopefully they can rebound, man. Um, you know, as it uh, sits right now, I don't know if you saw the playoff seating, but it, as it sits right now, we rematch in the playoffs, and that doesn't make me happy. But the other thing <laughs> I do want to mention: a couple announcements before we go ahead and end this thing. Uh, first and foremost, Sub One has now got us over on Apple Podcasts, so you can look up the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast over there. Plus, we are on Spotify. This episode is a Apple and Spotify episode only, so there was not live, um, you know, tweeted or you know, space on on Twitter or anything like that. So there's that. And then also this coming Thursday, so this will go on uh, by Monday, which is what Sub usually does. So in three days after that, Thursday uh, the 16th, we are going to have some special guests. It is going to be D Parks, Lee Pei, and the most controversial man on Call of Duty Twitter, J-Rock. All the CPU guys are going to hop on, and we're going to have a conversation with those guys, kind of see, you know, what their thoughts are on the game and just the state of Call of Duty at the moment, uh, things like that. So we'll get to hear it actually from the horse's mouth, y'all. So uh, we hope you'll tune in. And I believe that one will be a live space on Twitter as well uh, while we're doing that. So um, hopefully you guys will tune in and, you know, be sure to sub and uh, follow on Spotify and, um, you know, Apple Podcasts. But that being said, this has been the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast. I'm J007TV, and my homie here is Sub1KD. We appreciate everybody for This has been Sub1KD, along with J007TV and the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast. We're logging off now, so we'll see you next time.